everybody. Welcome to Just for Variety. Today is June 22nd, 2022. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. I first met Diego Bonetta about a decade ago when he landed his first movie role, a starring part opposite Tom Cruise, Julianne Hough, and Alec Baldwin in 2012's Rock of Ages. Since then, the Mexico City-raised Bonetta has appeared in Scream Queens, Terminator Dark Fate, and Luis Miguel, the series. His production company, Three Amigos, signed an overall deal with Prime Video in April. I caught up with Bonetta for the release of his latest, the Latinx remake of Father of the Bride with Andy Garcia and Gloria Estefan. Bonetta plays Aiden, who is set to marry Garcia and Estefan's lawyer daughter, Cora. But Bonetta and I talked about a lot more than just Father of the Bride, including his first movie audition that almost landed him the starring role in the Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian, taking guitar lessons with Tom Cruise, and how Hugh Jackman is inspiring his Broadway dreams. However, before we get to Bonetta, let's take a look at this week's Just for Variety column. In Apple TV's new Loot, Maya Rudolph plays Molly Novak, the wife of a billionaire tech mogul played by Adam Scott, who finds out he's having an affair. Scenes at the couple's home were shot at the 105,000 square foot The One, a Bel Air estate believed to be the biggest home in the U.S., that sold for $126 million in March. When I saw the indoor pool, I thought, oh wow, the pool is beautiful, Rudolph told me at the show's premiere at the DGA in West Hollywood. But then they said there are six other pools. There's a moat and a nightclub, and any house that has a candy room is definitely over the top. I also caught up at the loot premiere with Joel Kim Booster, who plays Molly's assistant. Booster is still riding high from the launch of his queer rom-com, Fire Island. He revealed an unexpected development since the movie premiered on Hulu earlier this month. Some of my favorite porn stars have reached out to me, and that's been great, Booster said with a smile. We've reached back, and then some. He named Chirac as the adult entertainer he was most happy to hear from. Check out more of my Just for Variety column inside Variety or at Variety.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Just for Variety. I'm talking to Father of the Bride star, Diego Bonetta. Hey, Mark, how are you? Yeah. How are you? Sorry, I was in a, I was, I was in a meeting with a, with a director that ran late. Oh, don't worry about it. Not a, not a problem at all. I'm just sitting with stuff up here, recording. How are ya? I'm good, I'm good, how are you? I'm good, are you in Milan already or? No, I leave tomorrow. 
Nice. And you're going there for Milan Fashion Week with Armani? Yes, I am. When did your relationship with Armani start? Because I've seen you at a few of their events, right? If I'm remembering correctly. Yes, we, um, I started wearing their stuff. I think it was for the Vanity Fair party. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then they invited me to a couple of their, to, to their events. And I love their, I, I love their, their, their clothes. I mean, they're just so comfortable and I love, you know, how, you know, I'm more of like a classic, yeah, you know, kind of and with a bit of a twist and they have that. So I love it. So how long do you go to Milan for? I'm going to Milan for a couple of days. Nice. Uh, and then I'm going to Spain after that. For work or play? I am going to uh, to an acting workshop with my acting coach, who's Juan Carlos Coraza. He's Javier Bardem's acting coach and Penelope Cruz's okay. acting coach and my acting coach. Uh, and he's doing like a seminar for professionals there. And um, and I'm, I'm going to go there to, to, to the workshop and do the That's workshop. Cool. Is it like a little acting summer camp kind of thing? It's a 10-day intensive Whoa. Uh, seminar. And have you done that before? Or is this something new? I have. I have. I have done that before. So what happens? Yes. What do you do for 10 days? Tell me about this. I'm fascinated. We read different plays. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a very intense acting workshop uh, where you read different plays. Everyone, like all the students has to, they, like they all have to read a couple of plays and it's, you know, about, um, you know, there's different scene partners, there's different uh, exercises that Juan Carlos does. Um, and you all discuss the plays, uh, you know, it's, um, sorry, my dog has just gone crazy. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> and um, so uh, we all discuss the plays. Uh, it's, uh, we do different scenes from the plays, different monologues. So it's, monologues, scene study, um, 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 what you, uh, what you call it. Um, uh, yeah, like just just scene breakdown workshops. It's, 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 it's pretty amazing for 10 days. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, 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 I try to go, if I'm not working, I try to go every time. When, when did, when, tell me about an experience in one of those workshops or a class that you took where like you felt like, okay, I'm breaking through. Like I, I, something's happening. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it was, it was a scene with Juan Carlos where I had to play a, like, you know, uh, mentally handicapped um, um, character. And it was in my first seminar with him where it, I like completely just broke down and it was all about like changing like the physicality of, of, of um, um, just, and it was, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty intense. Wow. Um, yeah. So father, the bride. So who, who calls you says they're doing a remake do you remember seeing whatever version you may have seen? Um, and where did you come in in the process? And then, of course, we're going to talk about Gloria Stefan. But let's first talk 
you get the phone call. How did it all go down? Oh, you know, you know what else was it was a breakthrough uh, oh, with man. with 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 Juan Carlos. I prepped my role of Luis Miguel and um, okay. um, playing him throughout three seasons, and uh, especially the part where I, where I had to play him older at, at age fifty, and we were just like, you know, going through like the physicality of how it felt to you know play someone who's fifty years old and right. you know fifty, but feels more like. 70 years old you know because he's lived through so much um that was that was that was a great breakthrough as well um yeah does it does does the breakthrough happen at that moment or is it more like okay you've done you did it and you go back to let's say your hotel room or whatever or you go back home or back to a set and you're like oh shit i just had that breakthrough, or is it literally like a moment where like okay i've gotten to the other side it's, it's, it's both. You kind of feel it. You're like, wow, I've gotten to the other side. And, uh, and then it takes a little bit to sink in. And it's not mm -hmm. until you're on the day shooting it on set where you're like, whoa, like this, you know, all that prep, all those rehearsals really sink in and, and, and you can just be free in the moment. Um, with Luis Miguel, that's, that's, like that's how it happened. You know, that's I was, cool. I was working with Juan Carlos and we were rehearsing in his, in his, in his, in his, in his, in his study. And, you know, like, you know, I was like, yeah, like this is, this is, this is how it feels. And then it kind of sinks in and it takes a bit to digest and to marinate, you know, psychologically, physically. And then when I was on set, that's right. That's, that's when it's fully there. Do you, do you miss playing him? Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was an amazing part of my, of my, of my career, of my life. It changed my life, uh, personally and, and professionally. Uh, I do, I do, I do, I do miss playing him, but I'm also so thankful for everything that that series, that that show brought to my life. Mm -hmm. And and very excited of what's happening now with prime video with the overall that we signed and all these new projects you know it opened so many doors and i'm very excited for what's next so let's talk farther than <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> sorry no don't worry i'm i'm at the office i'm usually at home and i have two dogs who always literally as soon as the zoom starts is when they start barking. So do not even worry about it. Um, so let's talk Father of the Bride. Who who calls you? Did you know this was that they were making uh, a remake that they were doing this new Latinx centered Father of the Bride? Yeah. So um, it was Gaz Alizraki, our amazing director, who called me and was like, "Diego, you know, I'm 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 directing the remake of Father of the Bride." At first, I was a bit skeptical because it's such a classic film you know, right. uh, from the Spencer Tracy version to the Steve Martin version. And then I read the script and realized that even though it's a remake, it, it's, it's a completely different movie. You know, there's the divorce going on with Gloria's character and, 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 and Andy's role, which is a big difference from the other movies. And, and even though, you know, cause I, I, I didn't want to be in a remake of, Oh, it's just, it's the same movie, but it's a Latin remake. Right. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's a movie that happens to be about two Latino families getting married, 
uh, and, and, you know, breaks with stereotypes, you know, there's no jokes that are, you know, too on the nose or, you know, it, it, it's, it breaks with the, with the, with the, with the stereotypes. Right. And, um, at the same time, it's universally themed where, you know, families from all over the world can see the movie and relate. And I think that's a very fine line that Gaz, you know, was able to, to do and Matt Lopez with the, with the, with the script. And uh, I, I had just finished shooting Luis Miguel season three. And I love the fact that the role was complete <laughs> opposite to Luis Miguel, you know, this like soft spoken, you know, vulnerable, you know, like, a guy who's not afraid of being vulnerable, who's, right. you know, a big feminist, who's supporting his fiance, helping her fulfill her dreams. And I, I just love the fact that it was a completely different uh, character, you know, mm -hmm. and a different challenge. So you walk on set and there's Gloria Stefan, who you've obviously met before, but it's Gloria yeah. Stefan. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it, Unreal. I mean, a fun fact, Gloria Stefan, I've known since Rock of Ages, because she, uh, at, at the table read, she played Catherine Zeta-Jones' part. I know. And, and we became close friends uh, after that, when she was like, wait, you're Latin? You're Mexican? Because I was playing a kid from Detroit. It's like, what? I had no idea. And then we just became close friends, and she kind of became like my godmother oh, wow. uh, in, 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 in many ways. And she had a you know, dinner where she invited the whole cast to her house and, you know, being the great host that she always is. And then seeing her on set, I mean, it was, it was, it, it, it was amazing. I mean, she is the queen of Miami, the queen of Latin music, and she is so humble and so down to earth and disciplined. And, you know, you know, she was, you know, willing to, you know, get her hands dirty to, to do whatever it takes for the, for the for the role and it was uh it was it was truly amazing to watch you know uh, she would never complain about anything her you know call times were at 4 a.m every day and she was the first one on set you know she's she's a force to be reckoned with talk, talk to me about her legacy as you know a young latino actor singer i mean you're everything um dancer you know coming up where, you know, when Gloria was at the height of Gloria, there wasn't that many other Latino, no. Latina um, superstars. No, no, she, she paved the way for us. Mm. She, 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 she really did. And that's what was so amazing about working with her that, that when she was in the movie, like she wasn't this larger than life Gloria stuff. And she was just another actor trying to do her best. And that, you know, it was very, I mean, I, I just, uh, it was, it was just very inspiring. Did you, and, when, when you look back on your career, you know, again, I understand what you're saying. It's not a true remake in the sense of like it's script, you know, script for script, story for story. But did you ever think like a movie like Farther the Bride, someone one day may come to you and say, you know what? We want to do this with an all Latin cast rooted in a yeah. Latin story. No, I honestly did not. Uh, it was, it was, it was one of those things that was, you know, uh, completely unexpected. 
um, I, I thought it was, I still think it's, 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 it's such a great idea to remake this movie, um, but giving it a spin, you know, mm -hmm. giving it a twist and not just the fact of it's about two Latin families, but the whole divorce bit, yeah. you know, helps with the conflict of the whole movie and the tension and, and, and the cast, you know, working with Andy Garcia as well was, was, was amazing. You know, he's another actor who paved the way for all of yeah. us, you know, and being able, you know, there's a scene that we've got to improv, uh, to, to improvise, uh, there's a scene where I'm trying to tell him about my dad and why I want to work for the nonprofit and why I don't need the money. And he just doesn't let me talk. That was a scene that we improvised on the day that the, that Gaz came up to us that day. Just like, okay, I'm changing the scene. Here are the new pages. Go and work your magic. And, um, and, and having Andy as a scene partner to improv mm -hmm. was, was amazing. You know, I, I, I had to pinch myself being like, I, I can't believe I'm improving the scene with <laughs> Andy Garcia. Is there a moment where someone says, okay, you and Gloria need to do the whole soundtrack together? Ah, oh, I wish, <laughs> I wish, I wish. Um, I mean, it's still one of my dreams to be able to, you know, sing. I mean, we, we, I would sing at her. She, she threw a party for the entire cast. Um, in her house where she invited the entire cast, the entire wow. crew, there was a live band. And, and I got up there and sang, there was, I mean, we had the Ozuna tracks, um, but there wasn't, I mean, I wish, imagine doing <laughs> the soundtrack with, with Gloria Stefan. I mean, that, that would have been epic. When are you going to get on Broadway and do a full on musical? I can't wait. You want it? That's oh, a hundred percent. 100%. That's, that's one of my dreams that I'm, I mean, that's, that's on my bucket list for sure. Um, you know, what Hugh Jackman does and how he goes back and forth. Like that's, that's, that's my dream. Is there a show that you would love to do that's in the back of your mind? Like this is the show. I was very close to doing Evita on, on Broadway, but then I got the offer for dying a gunfight. Uh, with Alex Daddario and it shot at the same time mm. and um, it, it it conflicted. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Phantom of the Opera, but my dream would be to open a new Broadway play. Yeah. We're going to take a short break right now, but when we return, Bonetta recalls working with Tom Cruise in Rock of Ages. Plus, he opens up about his early auditions and why it was so hard to get work in Mexico. I'll be right back. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to Just for Variety. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Here's more of Diego Bonetta. Let's go back to uh, Rock of Ages, because I think that's, that's when we met. 
I think when you were yes. in promo, I mean, I was at E yes. and I interviewed you. What do you remember most about that movie? Oh man. I mean, working with that cast, it was, it was such an amazing time. I mean, I was 20 years old. We shot it in Miami. Uh, I mean, it was, it was like acting. It was like an acting masterclass on steroids, you know, cause I would show up and do scenes with Paul Giamatti with Alec Baldwin, with Tom Cruise. Uh, I'd say that seeing and working with, with Tom was what really um, was, was, was the highlight of that, of that movie. You know, it was my first movie ever. Right. And Tom took me under his wing and, you know, we had to, we did, uh, we did guitar lessons together. We both had to learn how to play guitar. So we did jamming sessions. And in those jamming sessions, it was, you know, a lot of, you know, him talking about, you know, working with Paul Newman and with, and with Hoffman and what he learned from them and, you know, homework that he would give me, you know, for movies, movies, movies to watch. I mean, like, I still remember him saying, Diego, if there's a scene that's, you know, that you're having a hard time with, we can read it. And, and just so generous, you know, and it's something that I'm never going to forget. I mean, and also watching him prep for the role and all the classes he took, the singing, the dancing, the, you know, obviously working out, you know, he looked insane. Um, as an actor, it was, I mean, so, so inspiring. And then seeing him on set and, uh, and, and, and how he managed set and how he, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was an amazing learning experience. What do you, that's what I'm just thinking of the two of you taking guitar lessons together. You're 20 years old. What is going through your mind? Like, is there a point where like you, do, you have to sort of like get past that it's Tom Cruise, you're there to work, but you know, to this day, and I'm a little older than you, I still pinch myself when I get to do what I get to do. If I'm at, at the Oscars on the red carpet, I'm still yeah. pinching myself. I'm still like, this is wild. How did this happen? I can't imagine you're 20 years old and you're freaking learning how to play the guitar with Tom Cruise. I know, man. I know. It was, I mean, I was, I was, I was pinching myself the whole time, but Tom has this thing where he, he's, he's so kind and he's so engaged. Mm. in conversation and whatever it is that you're doing that he kind of like like you forget that you're talking to tom cruise because he makes you feel so comfortable wow. and so and so yeah just you know that it was you know yeah he just makes you feel so comfortable that it would it'd be 15 minutes later and i'd be i'd be oh shit you know i'm actually <laughs> playing guitar with tom cruise in his in his living room and in our and our guitar coach, EJ, um, but he, he's not someone to remind you of, Hey, like you're, you're with Tom Cruise right now. It's the right. complete opposite. Mm. So now let's talk about your deal with prime video. Yeah. What, 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 I mean, I know you probably can't tell me stuff that's in development. Of course, if you want to break news with me more than happy to, um, but what, what are you hoping to do? What, what, is, what is, uh, and overall, what Prime Video mean for you, mean for your career, mean for your production company? 
I mean, it's, it's truly a dream come true. You know, I, I wanted to get into, into, into producing pretty much since I worked with Tom and I saw how he, you know, was doing post-production in a movie, shooting a movie and doing pre on his next movie. I was like, you know, that's, that's, that's what I would one day, like, that's, that's my dream. And after producing Luis Miguel and New Order, which won the Silver Lion at, at the Venice Film Festival, um, during COVID, I just, uh, me and, and my, uh, and my, and my partners and three amigos, Josh Glick, who's my manager and my sister, Natalia, we were just so focused on setting things up, um, uh, and just, and just developing, you know, as the, as the pandemic was, was going on, you know, that that's what kept us going, you know, talking to different writers and developing projects with different writers, directors, and, and then came, uh, and, and that's how Amazon came about. You know, we, we, we sold a couple of projects to them and, uh, and, and that's how we started our partnership. I mean, what does this mean to me? It's, it's, it's the start of a new chapter in mm-hmm. my, in my, in my, in my career. Uh, there's nothing like, you know, working with my best friend and my sister mm-hmm. developing projects together. Uh, we want them to be, you know, it's, it's, it's whether they're in Spanish, bilingual or in English, we want them to be global projects and, and big projects. Uh, you know, if it's a show in Spanish, we want it to be the best quality show there is so that people in Germany and France uh, and Latin America can, can, can watch the show, you know, and, and Amazon is giving us the platform and, and the resources to, to think big and to, and to, and we're working on different movies, limited shows, uh, sorry, limited series, TV shows, podcasts, uh, books, um, and they are truly amazing partners. And uh, and I see this as a as a team. It's it's we're we're truly a team trying to make the best content uh, we can make at the at the at the highest quality possible. Is it? Do you think? I'm just, especially when you were just talking about, you know, developing projects that really could have this international reach. Is it because before, you know, you had television, you had the studios, the streamers have sort of, I think, have created this opportunity for artists like you who are bilingual, who are binational to do projects that can have that reach and not worry like a studio worries like, oh my God, if we don't open this, if we don't open in the theater and doesn't get ticket sales, we're screwed. Where you're able to develop something on a streamer and say, by the way, you put it on your streamer, you put it on Amazon, you know, Venezuela, Amazon, you know, does that make sense? Like this has created that opportunity, but at the same time, I don't know if I'm making sense here, the world wants that content because that content has become available to them does that make sense yes and it's 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 a huge responsibility mark you know and and uh and it's 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 really exciting because we're developing shows and movies in in spanish for for you know latin audiences but also global because right now language doesn't matter it's just whatever's the best content whatever's the best quality wins so that's that's really what we're going for the best quality with the best filmmakers the best writers we're pack we're packaging stuff and trying to 
create the best teams um, behind each one um, so that globally they can be, you know, the, the highest quality possible. When you were starting out, when you, when you came to Hollywood, was your heritage and your background embraced? Or were there people who were saying, you know what? Maybe not, I don't want to say passing. That's not, I think that's too strong of a word. But was it embraced where it was like, okay, we're going to get you these Latino roles? Or it wasn't as fruitful. Does that make sense? Am I making sense? I know I'm blabbering. No, 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 no. It makes, it makes, it makes perfect sense. I'd say that at first it was, it was challenging because um, there weren't as many Latino roles and my name is Diego Bonetta and I wasn't Latino enough for the Latino roles and I wasn't white enough for the Caucasian role. So I was kind of like in this middle ground. Right. right? And right. actually before, you know, cause, cause my, my, my name is Diego Gonzalez Bonetta. It's a, it's a hyphenated last mm. name. And I would go out as Diego Gonzalez and they, you know, they thought I was American because their, you know, vision of what a Latino was, was completely different. Right. They're like, wait, you're Mexican, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and it wasn't until my agent said, you know, what? let's 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 go out trying Diego Bonetta and see what happens. That I booked the first role in 90210. Um, no one asked me where I was from, why I spoke English the way I did, what my background was. They just thought I was, you know, Italian-American or whatever. Right. Um, and I mean, it was, it was, it was definitely challenging right now. I think times have changed. Uh, we're in a different, in a very different place than where we were 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, there's more opportunities. I mean, my career was kind of the reverse crossover because I started doing, you know, work here, 90210, Pretty Little Liars, Rock of Ages, Scream Queens, and then Luis Miguel came about. And that was the first project I did in Spanish in 10 years. So I, and I went to Mexico to shoot that 10 years later. And then New Order came about, which is the first Mexican movie I've ever done. Uh, and that was in 2019 or 2000. Yeah, that was in 2019. And so it was kind of a reverse crossover. And that's when I realized, wow, that's, that's the best of both worlds. I can, I can, I can, I can, I want to be able to do projects in America where I can, play whatever i can physically play you know caucasian latin but not only latin roles and i want to be able to work with the best latin filmmakers and do projects in 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 latin america and that's kind of where we're at right now Mm. um so it was definitely challenging at first and i think that now it's turned into uh you know it was it was it was it was a it was a double-edged sword at first and now it's more becoming a plus Mm. Uh, uh, you know, there's, there's slowly, there's, there's been more pros than cons. Right. So take, take me back to this w- with your name, with Gonzalez. So your, your manager says drop the Gonzalez because people were assuming you were Mexican and then they'd see you and be like, you're Mexican. 
Yeah. Yes. 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 And then he was like, well, you know, let's, let's try Bonetta and see what happens, you know? And, uh, and I would always, you know, for casting calls, I would always write down my full last name, Gonzalez Bonetta. And there was times where there'd be, okay, Diego Bonetta, you know, and, uh, instead of Diego Gonzalez, but it, it, it wasn't until he said, you know, let's just go out with only Diego Bonetta and see what happens. And sure enough, that was the first. And you got it. <laughs> yeah. So one last question for you. Take me back to your first audition you ever went on. What was it for and did you get the part? The first audition I ever went on was uh, Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. And it was with uh -huh. Carla Houl, who, funny enough, later then cast me on Luis Miguel. Um, I did that audition in Mexico City. Uh, uh, they flew me to LA to test and meet the studio and the first time ever it was it was it was insane you know it was my first feature film audition and my first audition period mm. um for yeah i mean not just for mexican cinema but in, in in general it was just my first feature film audition and uh and they flew me up here i tested i uh i did not get the part but it was between me and ben barnes i was 15 years old uh, 16 years old when I, when I, when I auditioned and that was the audition that made me go, you know what, I'm going to move to LA, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, they were, they were opening more doors. I mean, I was waiting, I was, you know, trying to get auditions for Mexican films for years and they would not see me because they're like, no, you don't look Mexican enough. Wow. Um, and your mom's American, you know, so you can't play Mexican. Uh, you know, yeah, I was, I was in this, I was in this weird, you know, and then I, I was, I, I was in this weird limbo, Mark. And then, uh, and then they auditioned me for, for Prince Caspian. I almost got the part and I was like, you know what? I've been, I've been knocking at the wrong door. I should, you know, I've been trying to get into, into, into Mexican, you know, film for a while and they just, it's just not happening. And, you know, first feature film audition that I get which happens to be for Hollywood movie, I almost get, I'm going to move to, to LA and give it a try. And that's, that's, that's why I moved here. Wow. Have you met Ben Barnes? Have, have you mentioned this? Yeah, yeah, have yeah, you? yeah, 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 yeah. What'd yeah. you say? And it's funny because he was then the first runner up for uh, Rock of Ages, funnily enough, years later. What? So yeah, 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 yeah. That's hilarious. Yes, he also tested for that. Yeah, I mean, I've I've met Ben, and he's he's a great guy. I haven't seen him in a while, but uh, wow. yeah. Wow. Well, you both you both did pretty well. I think you both <laughs> did pretty well. <laughs> um, Diego, thank you so much for doing this. I'm glad we got to do this. Um, Mark, it's it's such a pleasure. I've known you for such a long time. Thank you for having me. Wow. And it's it's always a treat to talk to you. It's always a pleasure. That was Diego Bonetta. Father of the Bride is available on HBO Max. Thanks for listening to Just for Variety. I'll see you next time. But for now, don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Malkin. And for all your breaking Hollywood news, go to Variety.com. See you soon. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. 
That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.